Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique, my co-host Vince, and we're going north, back to our home state where we grew up, and we're loving this. Today, we have a special guest doing great things in the veteran space and in the community at large. Vince, take it away. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. New York City, you know, our metropolitan area, our home, our former home, but always in our heart. And we have Scott McGregor here. He is the founder and CEO of Something New LLC. So thank you, Scott, for being here. Let's just start off by telling us a little bit about you. Sure. Uh so I'm not going to give you kind of the traditional, I'm the CEO of whatever. Uh, I'll try to make it a little bit more interesting. Um, so I grew up, this kind of an interesting story. I grew up uh, poor in an affluent town, which is a really weird way to grow up because everybody around you has everything and you've got nothing. Um, so I think from a very early age, I grew up very competitive. Uh, so I was a competitive athlete. Um, and, and just competitive in kind of everything I did, but also I think with a lot of compassion. Um, and I remember I had an English teacher, his name was Frank Barron, uh, who just passed away. And he said something to me in a, uh, in a high school journalism class. He said, Scott, if you are a nice person and you're kind and you work hard, you will be successful you will be like all these other people around you where you see kind of their parents being successful. And I guess I've always been sort of a people over everything type of a person. And I've always believed in building teams. And that's really what I've done. The majority of the 30 years that I've, I've been in business is I've been, I went from an individual contributor to a sales leadership uh, role pretty quickly. Um, and by 29, I was a chief revenue officer. Uh, and you know, last six years, I've been the CEO of something new. And for the last 30 days, uh, I have been the founder, proud founder of the Talent Champions Council, uh, which is a phenomenal organization. Yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, you mentioned the contrast from a household that may have had, uh, you know, little, uh, but sustainable, right? You, you sustain compared yep. to the folks around you. And that's a great story uh, because we all do not start on today, right? Today was not our start. We weren't, we weren't born right. CEOs. We weren't born a uh, host of podcasts. We weren't born uh, in different areas and highlights of our lives. Uh, and it's important for folks that are listening to understand that, you know, wherever you are, don't worry, we'll get there. We'll get there. So <laughs> try not to start there, right? But um, wonderful story. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about something new because, you know, I, I, I hear that uh, and, and it's the desire of most people right now after 2020, they want something new. Right. Tell us a little bit about something new. So something new, uh, like most, like a lot of businesses grew out of a need. 
So I was a chief revenue officer for a company when I joined, I was 29 years old. Sounded great, I was chief revenue officer at 29. Uh, there was five people in the company. So it was a pure startup. Uh, and you know, so I had to grow sales and marketing. Over 17 years, uh, we had double digit growth every single year for 17 straight years. Super easy in the beginning. When you're a 20, 30 million dollar company it gets a little bit more challenging, but we were able to do that. Um, so I was always looking for talent to build this national sales and marketing force. And I was dealing with recruiters and I honestly thought it was a very dysfunctional industry. And it was very frustrating, um, some of the things that I was running into. So I thought, why don't I try to solve my own problems? So I put together a business plan to start a very disruptive uh, company that did basically everything different in the space. And that's why I called the company something new. And you know, one of the things that we pride ourselves in uh, is innovation. So when you call your company something new, you you can yeah, it's easy to be something new year one. We're year, we're at year six. So we have to constantly be evolving. And I like that pressure. So you guys are gonna get an exclusive because I literally just found this out probably 30 minutes ago. So we came into today uh, holding a record uh, that's never been done before. Uh, we are the five time consecutive winner of the American Business Award for Innovation. Um, today, we just found out we won our six straight awards. So we've been in business for six years. Uh, we just won the American Business Award again for innovation. So we are constantly pushing the envelope when it comes to recruiting done differently, and then an advisory service that we have uh, where we teach companies how to do talent acquisition, onboarding, and retention uh, the right way. Well, you know what? First and foremost, congratulations. Thank you. We're so honored to have that exclusive touch and added bonus to this podcast and sharing this with our audience and your following as well. So. To, to you and your company, it speaks great about your leadership, which we love. We're going to dive into that very soon, but thank you for everything. Congratulations, and, and hopefully you make that happen another decade down the road. Um, so as we have hit, um, 2020 hit all businesses, all human beings. How is something new holding up? And, you know, talk about creativity and innovation, you know, and making it a sixth year. And what are you currently doing to continue this path? So, you know, COVID definitely hit us like it hit everybody else. Uh, the good thing is we had multiple businesses under the Something New umbrella. So what happened was our recruiting business for a period of time definitely dipped, um, but our advisory service kind of went through the roof. So we were able to kind of keep, uh, keep our head above water. I think the most important thing and one of the things that I talked to entrepreneurs about a lot is, and, and even business people in general, um, is being prepared for that bus that's going to hit you. Because whether that bus is called Y2K or 2008 or the tech bubble 
or 9-11 or anthrax or COVID, it's always going to happen. And you've got to be prepared to absorb that hit. So a lot of, we were prepared, but we didn't, had no, obviously had no idea uh, that, that we were going to be in a pandemic, but we were built uh, to withstand kind of a, a, a blow like this. So, you know, we feel very fortunate. Uh, my heart goes out to all the people that have lost jobs and the companies that haven't been able uh, to make it through, but we've made it through um, and, you know, we're, we're doing really well because I think we're bringing really important stuff to the market. Yeah, thank you for that sentiment. You know, I know that a lot of our listeners uh, are, are veteran, military-centric, military spouses, uh, and, you know, community at large. So uh, I know that they will appreciate that uh, uh, coming from you. Now, something new. I love the innovation behind it. I love thank the you. way you guys have uh, positioned yourself to uh, almost a seesaw effect, because that's how you how you how it ended up for you. Um, and there's always new things in Horizon. You just got this award for innovation. So I know that you have this in your game plan for things that are coming up in the horizon. But you just mentioned something that just happened in the last 30 days. Uh, so share a little bit about your Horizon. So when I started something new, the biggest piece of me starting the company was I really wanted to give back in a very substantial way. So giving back to me is at the core of, of who I am. And I knew that if I built a business that was successful financially, that I would be able to do that. Um, I didn't really have the means as a bootstrap company to do it initially in terms of writing giant checks. But what I did have, my asset that I had was I had this huge network of true friends that were CEOs, Olympians, pro athletes, best-selling authors. So I thought, why don't I ask these amazing people to write a chapter of gratitude for a life lesson learned, put it in a book, uh, and then give all the proceeds to charity. So we did that uh, with a book called Standing O. Dick Vermeil wrote the foreword. Tiki Barber wrote the cover quote. Uh, and then we have 52 absolutely off-the-charts people in that book. Uh, and we gave all the all the money, uh, all the proceeds to charity, uh, Elevate New York and keep on playing. It worked. Uh, so I said, why don't we just wash, rinse, repeat? Uh, and we did it again with a, a book called Standing O Encore. Uh, and then we just did it again with a book called Standing O Salute, which is all military. Uh, and I'll, I'll send you guys copies. Uh, I think you'll love it. It's uh it's, it's been very successful. And all the money for Standing O Salute goes to the Special Operations Warrior Foundation. So this is a long way to get you to Talent Champions Council. So I was in the car with my wife. We were driving back from Charleston, South Carolina. And I was saying I wanted to figure out a way because as much as I love our core business at something new, we can only work with so many companies at a given time. Um, you just have constraints. You can't work with hundreds or thousands of companies. It's a very, very high touch business. So I said, how can I impact more people? How can I impact people by the thousands or tens of thousands? 
And how can we then also give back even more substantially? So I thought, why don't I put together a membership community? Um, because there are leaders out there from CEOs to HR, to managers, to you name it, that need to really understand talent strategy because businesses succeed or fail based on their people. So we put together the Talent Champions Council. It's a private membership community um, and we provide incredible content, very, very unique content, lots of master classes. Uh, we, we did a master class uh, last week with Coach Vermeil. Uh, so Coach Vermeil came on and talked about team building. Now he's from the world of sports, but I believe that the military and professional sports, they do talent better than corporate America. So we're bringing in those three disciplines to help teach our members how to up their talent strategy game. And then we're giving uh, a portion of the proceeds to the Look for the Good Project. Um, which is a phenomenal organization. So we, we've been at this for 30 days and it's been off the charts. I mean, we have an international community already. We have people in Cyprus, Pakistan, China, uh, all over the world that have joined, uh, as well as tons and tons of people in the US um, with varying different backgrounds. So it's a, it's a really cool community. And we're excited to see how, how we can grow it in the future. You know, Scott, I'm just humble and amazed and, and want to just say my heart is, is warm and feels so grateful and gracious of everything you have done. And, you know, I, I, I'm just touched. So I'm blessed by just hearing you say all that, you know, your legacy is going to be known for being such a philanthropist and such an individual that gives service before self. And from a person that knows his humble beginnings to where he's at now, I thank you and I definitely salute you for that. I appreciate everything you said and I'm looking forward to seeing that grow to exponentially, not just here, not in the United States, but globally. So a great model and continue doing going forward. Thank Only you. 30 days, but you have it all kind of like, seems like there's a lot of background, but there's a lot of greatness going to come out of it. So, yeah, I think it's going to be, we wanted it to be, and initially my thought was, why don't I give this content away? Um, and there were two things that prevented me from doing that. Number one, I truly believe people don't value things that they get for free. Uh, and the second was, if there was no revenue coming in, there was no opportunity for me to give back. So we decided to kind of go with what I would call like a planet fitness model. It's so cheap. You like, you, you almost can't do it. Uh, can't not do it. Uh, it's $199 a year uh, to be a member. Um, and with that, you get live interactive masterclasses with people like Dick Vermeil, uh, people like Kara Golden, the CEO of Hint, uh, people like Joe DeSena, the CEO of Spartan, um, we've got a book club coming up with, uh, somebody that'll resonate with you guys. Mike Sorali is, a, a U.S. Uh, Navy SEAL, and he wrote a book called The Talent War. Uh, so we featured The Talent War, uh, is, is the book that we all read this month. And so Mike and George Randall, who wrote the book, are, are going to come on and do an interactive, 
uh, Q&A and talk about the book. So it's, it's really cool content for like a, just a ridiculously affordable price. Uh, absolutely. And, and you speak a lot about teams and of course our, our philosophy within the military and sports. So let's dive into team development. Let's dive into leadership development and, and this podcast, the Leadership Void. You know, so let's just ask you a question. So what professional development areas do you work on to improve your capabilities as a leader? You know, the thing that I think I, I is not my strong suit um, is holding people accountable. Um, so, you know, that's something that I honestly, I, I work on on a regular basis is making sure that I'm holding people accountable. Um, to their goals. So we're a very odd organization. Uh, we don't have quotas. So we have personal goals that everybody sets for themselves. Because I think when you set a just a standard quota uh, for a company, it's meaningful to one person. It's not meaningful to the next person. So everybody designs their own plan. Um, and I would say I, I do an okay job of holding people accountable to meeting their goals. Um, so I'm always trying to figure out how do I do a better job? How do I be a better accountability partner uh, for my team so that I can help them achieve what they want to achieve? Yeah, it's, it's amazing to be able to identify, right? Because I always tell folks, and I'm sure Vince is a, as well, uh, the first step of growth is knowing where you are, right? And when you know yeah. where you are, then you can go from there. So, uh, uh, you know, kudos to you to identify that. Um, I once had a CEO that uh, actually hired me to be the accountability partner for the company. And so that Love worked it. to his advantage as well. Um, but yeah, good, good deal on that. In terms of uh, leadership, we just discussed, uh, and I love that policy of personal goal setting, because if you put it in the hands of the people, they will show you right, right? They right. will prove to you that they can actually get to that uh, by, say, hypothetical goal. But in setting goals and, uh, and, and trying to be the best leader you can be, what would you give as, as an advice to those young individuals or those starting out in business right now trying to become a leader uh, on how to become that leader. What advice did you get as you was emerging through you know, the ranks? You said 29, that's a very young age to be uh, a, a CRO, right? That's a very, very great uh, milestone to reach, but how do other people get there? What would you tell them? You know, I, I think I learned the most, honestly, probably from two of my high school coaches. So I, I was very, very fortunate. I played for two Hall of Fame coaches, um, and, which is, you know, obviously a, a, an absolute honor. Um, but the things that I learned from them about work ethic and discipline and resiliency um, are things that I've really carried through and I think have, have made me an effective leader throughout the years. So I've been more of a lead by example person. I'm not really a, a big rah-rah guy. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I remember, even though it was a long time ago, uh, I remember interviewing for that CRO role. And I told the CEO, 
if you're looking for Newt Rockney, if you're looking for somebody who's going to jump on the table and like get everybody fired up every single day, that's not me. If you want somebody that I think they're, people are going to look at and go, man, he day in and day out, he is super consistent. He's disciplined. Um, then I'm, I'm probably, a, you know, somebody that, that you, you'd want to consider. Um, because I think some of that rah-rah stuff is, is short-lived. Um, it's like going to a Tony Robbins uh, conference you're fired up for like a day or two and then it's like a sugar crash. You kind of die. It's not sustainable. So I'm into uh, things that are sustainable. I don't like to see somebody, let's say in sales, be success being successful for a month is great, but really where the benefit is, is being successful over a long protracted period of time. Um, so I try to, I try to help people become successful long-term and, and I try to do that hopefully by leading by example. You know, I, I love that. And that to me equates to like, uh, either losing weight or gaining mass, right? You, some folks do the quick way out and it long-term, it doesn't pay off, but right. if you gradually do the right things little by little, it will definitely show the results you really aspiring to have. So. I hear you selling yourself in a, in a great way. And that's why you became the CRO because you put it out there. You, he, he, you know who you are as a person, as an individual, as a leader. But as leaders also, we have challenges and we face challenges. So I'm just curious to hear what would you like to share? How do you handle challenges you face or are currently facing? I kind of immediately go to, I don't fixate on the problem, meaning I don't sit in the, oh my goodness, we're in a pandemic uh, or, you know, 9-11 just hit. And how do we, in our biggest market, how do we go into New York and continue to have conversations without being insensitive? And, you know, how do we navigate that? Uh, so there's been all of these, I kind of immediately go to solutions and how do we solve this problem. Uh, and I, I also try to understand that whatever we're facing, it's just a moment in time. Now this moment in time with COVID has lasted a lot longer than any of us thought it would, but it is a moment in time and it will pass. Um, and one of my favorite quotes, tough times don't last, but tough people do. Um, so that's kind of what I'm always thinking is we're going to get through this. We just have to do the right things. We have to think of solutions, not dwell on the problems. And I think that's a part of resiliency um, is not worrying about, you know, if you're a cornerback in the NFL, if you get burned for a touchdown, if you're thinking about it, the next time you're on the field, uh, you're probably in trouble. You need amnesia. You need to heal quickly. And in business, I think that's very true. You need to be very resilient um, and you need to kind of forget about the bad things and focus on all the good things and the solutions that are out there because there's always solutions. Yeah, I love that approach uh, to challenges and <clears throat> recovery, right? Because that's really where you're going to get a challenge. It's going to come. How you recover 
how you put the, your foot on the ground and move forward is where the cha- the real challenge is, right? Um, but there are certain strategies, and you have mentioned this earlier about, hey, the, uh, this uh, book of business kind of went down this way, but this book of business went up this way. It kind of helped us equal, equalize in our footing as far as the marketplace. What kind of strategies would you suggest to folks that are finding um, these different change points in their life? Uh, there's, they're coming at them. They're coming at their business. It's yep. time to change, time to pivot. What would you tell them? You've got to be proactive. And a lot of that is, unfortunately, you know, a lot of people are very reactive um, and they're surprised by things. Um, so I, I'm, I'm an optimist uh, by nature, but I always know there's something that's going to come. Uh, that bus is going to come. I know it. Uh, I don't know what form. So it's always being prepared. And I think probably for you guys in the military, you know, knowing that something is not, it, it, things are not always going to go as planned. And then how do you deal with those situations where you go in with a plan? Um, but like Mike Tyson said, you know, you get punched in the mouth, it all goes down the, down the tubes. Um, and how do you then adjust? Um, so I think a lot of it is, is knowing that having that mindset that things are going to go wrong and you've got to be prepared for them and being proactive, uh, rather than being reactive. And unfortunately, if you are in that situation where you have to be reactive, you know, Try not to do it all yourself. Um, you know, you have to be pro- proactive to build a big network, but, uh, you know, rely on other people. So I think the fact that, you know, we're connected now and friends, like if I have a business challenge that I say, hey, you know, I'm going to reach out to Vince or I'm going to reach out to Enrique, uh, that hopefully they can help. Um, you know, that's, that's, I think, a big part of being successful is, is not trying to have all the answers yourself. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we have a team, right? And the strength is within everybody's capabilities and right. innovation and creativity. And for those who would love to know more about something you or the Talent Champion Council or how to contact you, how do folks in the audience get a hold of you or the council or something new? Yep. So the best uh, the best way is definitely through LinkedIn. Uh, so I'm very, very, very active on LinkedIn. Um, I have a Facebook account, but literally on my Facebook account, it says, go to my LinkedIn profile, uh, and I'm on Instagram, but go to, go to LinkedIn, um, and connect with me. I love to meet new people. I love to build real relationships. So connections don't matter to me, uh, building real relationships. So to me, when you're in my phone, when I know I can call you, that's when we have a real relationship. That's what I love, love to build. Uh, so connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, shoot me an email. Uh, it's scott at trysomethingnewnow.com. Um, you know, Talent Champions Council, it's talentchampionscouncil.com. Check it out. Uh, the content, the ability to collaborate and educate yourself is second to none. And for 199 bucks, it's almost like, how can you not do it? Um, so check that out and you'll see kind of 
a lot of the, the really cool, unique things that we're doing. Outstanding. And we will make sure that that information is part of the video, uh, definitely part of the text. And so we uh, encourage you to reach out uh, to Scott via those means and look look to what he's doing. Uh, this, this new uh, council sounds amazing. And I just can't wait to be uh, exposed to it and, and part of it myself. Now, if you want to reach the Leadership Void, you can email us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to answer you as it comes in. And also, if you want us to, I don't know if you've noticed, but me and Vince are wearing our new shirts. Uh, these are our actual polos for the podcast, and so we're excited about that. But if you have anything you would like for us to uh, sport or promote via these means, we'll be more than happy to do so. Um, and uh, so the next event is coming up and I'm gonna let Vince take that over. <laughs> Absolutely, well, I just wanna underscore this guy, great advice, great strategies. Thanks for sharing your leadership challenges also with us and what you're doing and, and congratulations on six years. That's amazing. You, and that's my hats off to you all you're doing. Uh, next week, we're actually going to go to Colorado, and we're going to chat with another dynamic veteran and share the wonderful things that they're doing in their community. And for those, again, know that we have had a uh, subscription goal and have reached that goal, and we're going to announce the winner fairly soon. So stay tuned for the book, The Prayer from the Pentagon. Uh, that's going to be coming to you in a couple days. And lastly, on the 1st and the 15th, we do a radio check, our way of giving back service before self to check in with our brothers and sisters in arms, 1st and 15th at 1900, 7 o'clock. We hope you can tune in and we'll definitely just have time for us to be connected in this social isolation world. But for today, thank you, Scott, for being here. Uh, we salute you and everything you do. Vincent Enrique, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for your service uh, and thank you for what you do. Uh, to uplift everybody uh, and help everybody become better leaders. So uh, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.